You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ogi Ogui, the lead pastor of Circle Church International. He envisions all men living Christ-centered lives. Be blessed as you listen. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have is the life of God. This life that I have is the life of the Holy Ghost. This life that I have Thank you Lord for your life. Thank you Jesus for the life of Christ. Thank you Jesus for the life of Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for the life of Christ. Thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. All right, let's read the Bible before we sit down and get into the service. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Are you there? But you shall receive power. Everybody read together one to go. But you shall receive power. And then. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. All right. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you because the entrance of your word gives light and it gives understanding to the simple. Thank you because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the same was with God in the beginning. And all things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. The life was the light of men. And that light shines in darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend it. Jesus, we pray that as your word is taught today, It will shine in the dark corners of our hearts and bring illumination in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that your glory will be seen in today's service like never before in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that as the word is taught today that Jesus is glorified and we are edified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Say this after me. The glory of God is felt in my life. Nothing escapes the influence of the glory of God on my life. One more time. Nothing escapes the influence of the glory of God on my life. One more time. Nothing escapes the influence of the glory of God on my life. For the last time, nothing escapes the influence of the power of God on my life. Hallelujah. Sit down one minute. Let me just give you a short charge. We pray and then we flow in the things of the Spirit, okay? Is the life of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The Bible says, 
And you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And it says, you will be my witnesses in Judea, in Samaria, in Jerusalem, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The life that God called the Christian to live is a life of the supernatural. The giving of the Spirit was the singular most important event in all of human history. Because when men received the Holy Spirit, men received the touch of the God kind. Are you getting what I'm saying? When God gave us his spirit, he called us to a higher life. Praise Jesus. When God gave us his spirit, he called us to a higher life. He called us to a higher standard of living. So, not only does the Spirit of God make us holy and enable us to live above sin and empower us um, to live above sin and the temptations we face, but the Spirit of God created in us a different breed of human beings. So, the Bible says, if any man being Christ is a new creature, not creation, but creature, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And it says, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself in Christ Jesus. So when God gave man his spirit, he created a new type of beings. The man in Christ is different. Say, the man in Christ is different. different. Say, I am different because I am in Christ. And so there were dead senses that every human being should have operated with before. That at the advent of the Spirit came back alive. Faculties that were dead. The prophetic faculty that God gave to man as part of man's natural makeup that died. The ability to communicate with God that was a natural, it, it was a natural sense that came with the creation of man. It died at the fall of man. But with the advent of the Spirit, all those senses came back to life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Demons have tried for many years to fake it. They go through several means. Let me tell you, people do strange things to get what you have for free. So you see a native doctor, because he wants some type of power, he will go and sleep in a grave seven days just because he wants his eyes to be opened. But the Bible tells us that when the Spirit of God came, He says, this sign shall follow them. One of them is that we will prophesy. Do you understand? So, a native doctor has been there for seven days communing with dead spirits. But there is a living spirit within me that does not require seven days. Are you getting this? And it's not just for those in front of the church. It's for the entire church. Praise Jesus. God's promise was that when we receive the spirit of God, we will receive power. Every man who has received the spirit of God has received the power of God. Unhindered and unfettered. Praise Jesus. So when we gather like this together as believers, we are not a gathering of people who are attempting to see the power of God flow. No. 
everybody came from outside with a deposit of God's power inside of them. So when we gather like this, we're not gathering to see one person manifest the power of God. This is not entertainment. Do you get it? We might be in a cinema hall, but we're not watching a movie. When we gather like this, everyone came with something. So the Bible verse that Pastor Chisholm read when she was taking the charge before she prayed, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 26 said, How is it that when you gather, each one has a psalm, each one has a tongue, each one has an interpretation, each one has a doctrine, a prophecy, each one of us. You may not know it, but you came here with something to offer. Are you getting me? Because you have a living spirit inside of you. The senses that were deadened by the fall of man have been made alive by the receiving of the spirits. Praise Jesus. To the natural man, all he can know. To the natural man, the limit of knowledge is what your brain can carry. But the spiritual man understands that there are spiritual deposits that your brain might not be able to carry, but your spirit has access to. So we can know things that we did not learn. Are you getting it? I can look at you and know things about your life. I was not there when it was happening. (laughs) To the natural man, that's not possible. If I'm telling you something about you, then I must have learned it from somewhere. But in the spirit, that channel has been opened up. Do you understand? For the natural man, it is blocked. He can't access those kinds of knowledge. But when we receive the Holy Spirit, he, op- he just opened all of it up. So we are a different kind of people. We play by a different set of rules. Are you getting what I'm saying? We talk different. We walk different. We think different. The natural man, he is so carried away by material possessions. The man who doesn't have the spirit of God, he's carried away by material possessions. He's carried away by a house, by a car, by new clothes. By, he's carried away by all of those things. But when you receive the Holy Spirit, your eyes are open to see a world that is bigger than this one. A world that is more beautiful. Did you read in the book of Acts that Stephen, when he was being stoned, he was about to die. He looked up and his eyes opened and he saw Jesus seated. And so this man was at the threat of death. Like he was at the mouth of death. But he could not be bothered. <laughs> he could not be bothered. Because in the spirit I can fly. I'm different. Are you getting it? Do not make commonplace something that is so secret and so deep oh god jesus you know what beautiful you know how beautiful it is that i can kneel down and pray in tongues and it sounds like nonsense to the natural man but in the spirit i'm speaking mysteries so 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 the natural man looks for what, you know, that, that, that's the way it was in the Old Testament. In the, in the Bible, you had this man who was sitting by the pool of Bethesda. And why was he sitting by the pool of Bethesda? Because once every week, an angel would come and stare the pool. And for 38 years, this man had been there. He was not able to enter the pool first. And Jesus walked up to him 
And what you required an angel to do once every week, Jesus gave freely from within him. And when Jesus was, say, was leaving the earth, he said, This science shall follow them that believe. He said, In my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak in tongues. He says, If they lay hands on the sick, they will recall. Is this true? It took an angel to do it once. I mean, the angel will stay the pool once every week. And when the angel is done, his resources are depleted. It's like, I've tried. I'll come back next week. But when I lay hands on the sick, they recover. Why is this possible? Because I have received the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God that was the driving force behind the creation of the world. He lives inside of me. Somebody said, the spirit of God in the heart of a man is something more than gold. It's true. It's true. So, what would you do? How would you live your life every day if you knew that you had all the wealth reserves of all of the world? I mean, you were richer than ever. How how would it influence your thinking and the way you live your life? Some of you, have you ever been so broke and then you've just gotten, you're, you're, I don't have money, it's fine. Then one alert just enters your phone. And immediately it enters your phone, you, your mind starts working on how to spend the money. Listen, this tells us something. That when we have treasure, we pattern our life around that treasure. Are you getting this? So if you have the spirit of God inside of you, how does your knowledge of the spirit of God dwelling in me, How does it influence your life? How do you live your daily life? How do you carry out your daily activities? Are you getting what I'm saying? You wake up in the morning. Do you know know that prophecy is open to the whole body of, of Christ? It's not just for when we gather like this in church. I can wake up in the morning, pray in tongues, and prophesy. Paul said, I would rather that all of you prophesy. So it's something we can all do, and we should all do. At least prophesy. Praise Jesus. The problem is this. Many times, our, we have desensitized ourselves to the operations of the spirits. So we don't even know when the prophecy is coming anymore. Because let me tell you unequivocally, every one of you prophesies. I'm not saying will, I'm saying you already do. You need to understand the way the things of the spirit work. When God gives something in the spirit, it is not open for activation. (laughs) If he has given it, he has given it. If you know it is there, you use it. If you don't know it is there, you will not use it. But it is still there. Do you understand? You don't subscribe for it. You don't say, okay, I know that if I subscribe, I can prophesy. No, no, no. For instance, every one of you hears the voice of God. You may not know it, but you do. How do I know? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they know it. So he didn't say, if my sheep grow old enough... They will hear my voice after they've done a couple of things. No. As long as you are in the ship, um, you're in the sheepfold of our Lord Jesus Christ, you hear his voice. Just how to discern it is where the problem lies. 
as long as you are a man of, as long as you are a Christian, you are a man in Christ, a woman in Christ, you have access to prophecy. You can speak with tongues. Amen. Amen. Say amen. I speak with tongues. Say amen. So you can speak with tongues. It's not the exclusive preserve of the clergy. That, oh, how do you know you are called into, you are called into the ministry? I speak with tongues. Come on, that's basic. This sign shall follow them that believe in my name. He said they will cast out devils, they will speak with new tongues. Now, raise your hand if if you speak with tongues. Raise your hand above your head. Do it with pride. Good. Now, did you notice that Jesus said that they will cast out devils before he said they will speak with tongues? So not only will you speak with tongues, you will cast out devils too. Say amen. Amen. Uh Aha. Oh, but pastor, I thought that you need to you need to charge yourself up before you can cast out devils. No, 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 no. You see, that style of thinking comes from the idea that you are casting out the devils because of your prayer life. No, no, no. We can only cast out devils because of everything Jesus has done. And everything Jesus has done is in the past, which means it cannot be undone. Which means that at any point in time, every believer can go and cash in on the work of Christ Jesus. So is there a devil that has been tormenting you? Cast him out. Praise Jesus. We are not building a church where you wake up from one small dream and the next is, Pastor, Pastor, I had it. No, 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 no. You woke up. You were being oppressed in the night. You woke up in the morning. What do you do next? Listen, listen. You cast that devil out. Why? Jesus said that I can't do it. Praise Jesus. Jesus said I can't do it. If he said I can't do it, then it must must be true. Praise Jesus. How come some people, some people have more, like some people do it and others don't? Just... It, it just takes boldness. Without boldness, you cannot do anything. You cannot walk with the, with the Spirit without boldness. It takes boldness to walk in the things of the Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It takes boldness. That, that you were praying in the morning, and, or you were praying in the evening, you were praying sometime, and the Holy Spirit brought someone to your mind. Maybe some friend of yours. You try to push the thought away because you want to focus. But the, the thoughts keeps coming back. And then there's a specific thing that the Spirit of God is telling you about that person. The problem is this. Many of us expect that how the Spirit of God would tell us about the next brother is that he would we'll see a man appear in white. And say, I've come to talk to you about brother so and so. No. Many times, very many times, the Spirit of God is a master communicator. So many times, it looks like a thought that just popped in your mind while you were praying. Is it true? Good. It looks like a thought that just popped in your mind while you were praying. And so you think to yourself that, oh, this is very distracting. So you try to shake it up, but it's not going anywhere. Now you are trained. You have learned. Listen, there's a lesson to take away from Samuel's story. That Eli was no longer the prophet that God wanted. Yet he was trained and skillful enough to recognize that what Samuel was hearing was the voice of God. Are you getting this? So there is a skill to spiritual things. So Samuel came down. He said, Eli, you called me. Eli said, no, I didn't call you. 
He thought nothing of it. Samuel went back up. Heard the voice again. He came down. Eli, you called me. Eli said, I didn't call you. Are you hearing a voice? Samuel said, yes. He said, the next time he calls you. Samuel knew it. Are you getting this? Um, Eli knew it rather. He said, the next time you, he calls you, say, speak, your servant is listening. So when Samuel went back and he heard Samuel, Samuel, he didn't get up and say, uh-uh. everybody calling my name from my village, go. No. He said, speak, your servant is listening. Why? Eli was skillful enough to, he was skillful in the things of God. You too can be skillful in the things of God. That's, what, that's where we are trying to get you to. That's what we are trying to get you to in this church. Listen, you may have come looking for a healing. God will heal you and make a healer out of you. Oh, you may have come looking for a word. God will give you that word and make a prophet out of you. Because the way God wants it is not that when you are thirsty, you come to him and drink water and go. No, what God wants for you is that everyone that thirsts should come and drink. But not only will you drink, out of your belly will flow rivers of living waters. So other people will come and drink from you too. That's what God wants for your life. That's what God wants for your life. God doesn't just want to fix your problem. He wants you to fix other people's problems too. So you may have come because you wanted hands to be laid on you and hands will be laid on you but God wants you to take it a step further and lay hands on others too. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Say I carry God's spirit. Say the glory is around my life. It's within me. It's upon me. When I pray, when I go out, when I come in, when I'm playing, the glory of God is around me. The glory of God is upon me. From the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, at the tip of my fingers, I know it. I feel it. I see it. I interact with it. The glory of God is upon me. He is within me. He lives in me, in every fiber of my being, in every bone of my body, in every atom of my flesh. He lives in me. He walks through me. He moves me around. I'm a conduit for the power of God. I express the power of God. Nothing hinders the flow. Nothing stops the flow. The glory of God influences everything around me. Nothing stops the flow. Nothing hinders the flow. Nothing in every fiber of my being, in every bone of my body, the Holy Ghost lives in me, and He has free expression through my life. He has free expression to touch whomever, He can reach whomever, He can get to anywhere He wants to get to because I'm just a vehicle and He's the one that controls, and just a conduit, He's the one that flows through. He lives in me, oh glory to God! He lives in me, oh glory to God! He lives in me, glory to God! He lives in me glory to God he lives in me glory to God he lives in every fiber of my being 
seruta kapanteli kia pata eleko wakia patoko superia kapa evo ruatande kepo solo pa ele parabate kopo shipata ele patoko pete kopadia pata ele teko topo tekepe ilamanta kapa seperia pakwa pate evele pete kepele kwa kapatea ele masohati abashande ile marua kapa sit down one minute Oh, thank you, Lord. For your name is holy. Holy. Lord. For your name is Holy. Holy. And so, one of the easiest ways to walk in the things of the Spirit is to give ourselves freely. You know, many times, we don't realize this, but boldness is a thing of knowledge. Let me put it like this. If I called you, and I, I just called you randomly, and I said, um, Ayo, or AY, wisdom, come out. I, I'm asking you to come out. I'm just giving an example. I say, come out, and I want you to speak to the church on um, the socioeconomic climate and um, the effect of Brexit on the socioeconomic climate of Nigeria. Are you going to be confused? Uh, because you don't know what to say. <laughs> You've not planned for it before. But if I called you out and I said, recite the ABC from A to Z, would you be bold about that? Yeah, because you are used to it, right? So when it comes to walking in things of the Spirit, understand this. Boldness comes from knowledge. Listen, if you are certain that He lives in you, you may not be sure that that thing you heard in your spirit about your brother or your sister is the truth. But you will be sure of one thing. He lives in me. Do you understand? And if he lives in me, then he can talk through me. Are you getting it? So I can easily turn to the next person and say, Listen, brother, I'm not so sure about this, but I believe in my spirit. The Holy Spirit is asking me to say this to you. Any one of you who has ever given a word of prophecy to anybody knows that this is exactly how it works. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't really know how. I, I'm, I'm not sure that this is it. I don't know. I don't, I don't mean to offend you. But is this going on in your life? And suddenly their faces light up like, how did you know? But by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I told you, you came seeking a word, but God wants to make a prophet out of you. That's what this meeting is for. You came seeking a healing, God will make a healer out of you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You came seeking a song. I'm speaking, I'm speaking prophetically to someone. You came seeking a song, God is making a songwriter out of you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. For more head over to circlechurchglobal.org or visit any of the church campus addresses 
on the website. God bless you.